Imagine you're recently married, have two condos, brand new car, and a whole life together that's about to take off. On the surface, everything looks great, but what happens when you run the numbers and see the real picture? You're $52,000 in debt. So it was a combination of student loans, credit cards, and a car loan. Uh, and so, you know, my wife and I got uh, married, we decided to co combine our finances. And that's when we kind of put everything down on paper and realized, holy cow, we got all of this debt. And this is non-mortgage debt. Um, so, you know, on top of mortgage payments that we had at the time, it was a big deal because I want to say it was around $1,000 a month in, in, you know, outgoing debt payments. And a recession just hit. So it's kind of this, you know, reality that we had to face like, okay, the economy's not doing good. Our finances aren't doing good. Like, hey, let's figure out a plan together. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Let me ask you a few things. Where are you guys now, financially speaking? And where do you want to be in five years? Does it seem like there's a huge gap between today and in the future? I logged into our personal capital account to get a snapshot of what's been going on in the last five years. And something that surprised me was how far we came with investing. Five years ago, we had a lot more debt. So of course, our focus then was knocking that out. But once that was done, we directed some of that money towards the 401k and the IRAs. And now our investments have grown by a little over 100000 which sounds ridiculous even saying that, but there it is. Well, tucked away where we don't access it. But the point is, if you would have asked me like five years ago, this is where we would be at, I'd say no way. I would have been hopeful, but in the back of my mind, I would have thought that's just too big. But when you break down your goals into chunks and you work out a system together, which for us included automating, you can see results over time. Like possibly retiring early. That's what Deacon Hayes, who you heard in the teaser, discovered. He's on today and we're getting into how he and his wife Kim have made this transition. In this episode, we're going to talk about how they managed to pay off $52,000 of debt in 18 months, the system they use to keep one another in the loop with money, and then the planning and following through that's leading them towards financial independence. One thing that tipped Deacon and Kim to start moving along is that they saw and knew what path they could go down if they made no changes. I think we both just came from bad backgrounds, you know, from our, from a family standpoint of, uh, you know, our families didn't handle money well. And so we knew that if we were to continue doing the things that we were doing, that we we're going to have similar results, you know, we're like, well, we don't want the results. We want to have results where we, 
you know, kind of are able to start a family and buy a house and, you know, go on nice vacations and be able to, you know, save for retirement and potentially retire even early, you know? Um, and so we knew that if we were in this debt, that those things weren't possible. So it really uh, was kind of, we, we had that common goal of, okay, let's sit down and figure out what's important to us and then work towards, you know, that goal together. Wanting to go a different direction with their family finances Deacon and Kim started looking for inspiration and ideas, books and sites to help them get out of debt. Definitely, uh, Dave Ramsey went through his financial peace uh, course, um, but also in the meantime was reading some other authors like uh, John Bogle on investing and Ron Blue, who's another guy, and Larry Burkett, Howard Dayton. Like I read, a, I read a bunch of stuff, uh, but Dave Ramsey definitely was probably the, one of the most practical uh, influences on us. And part of Dave Ramsey's baby steps is attacking your debts one by one using the debt snowball method, which is based on the balance of each of your debts versus the interest rates. Deacon said that that was a very motivating method for him. Um, because I'm a simple guy and I understood it, you know, like the, the behavioral side of it, right? Like, okay, pay off the smallest one. I feel a little victory, pay off the next smallest one. So really it was kind of like that psychological draw of like, I, I, I need that as a human. Like, I need to know that I'm getting ahead and not turning my wheels. And to pay off over $50,000 in less than two years meant some huge sacrifices and changes. Some of them did come easy, eating out less, skipping the movies, but others required much more of a commitment to the plan. Uh, the hardest was selling my brand new car because, um, you know, I, I was kind of used to it, had a push button start, you know, and I'm like, this is back in 2008, 2009 when that was like a new thing. Um, and, but I realized that that was something that needed to go cause it was about $400 of our debt payments. Um, and so, you know, we sold that, which was an upside down car, bought two cars for less than five grand, uh, with my wife's car that was, was paid for. Um, and then, you know, we both drove kind of these old, you know, 20 year old cars or 15 year old cars to get by. Um, so that's probably the hardest, the easiest probably was like our cable, you know, it was like, well, we don't really watch TV that often. And Hey, Netflix is pretty popular now at nine bucks. So let's do that instead. Um, and so, yeah, those are, you know, a couple of the changes that we made that helped us kind of push the ball forward. I definitely took some, you know, focusing on what, what, what assets and what liabilities do we have, you know, and like, how can we work things around? Um, because I think easily we could have just kept making the, the card payment, um, but we wouldn't have made progress on our credit card debt or on our student loan debt. So we knew that if, if we get rid of that fast, um, the snowball would go that much faster. I think a big part of Deacon and Kim's success with how fast they paid off this debt is that they were on the same page from day one. They knew they wanted to knock out this debt as fast as possible. So they had regular check-ins to make sure everything was going smoothly. Yeah, it, it was weekly is what we tried to do. And obviously we had some hiccups there. But uh, the reality was is the more that we'd focus on it, the better you know we were at, at managing our finances. And eventually, they got rid of that $52,000 of debt. But then that left them with a question. What do we do now? Where do we go from here? So I think originally, well, it was kind of like, okay, we paid off the debt. Now we need to get an emergency fund, right? Mm -hmm. um, like, or we, we, we had like a small emergency fund, but we needed to get like a six-month emergency fund. So, you know, we kind of went from the debt to savings. And then we're like, oh, well, we got to start investing. And so, um, you know, I... 
like I said, I read some books about investing from different people. Um, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Jim Cramer, John Bogle, all these things. Uh, Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham is another good one. And so uh, really kind of figuring out like, okay, how do you invest wisely? Um, and so it's kind of this progression of like, okay, yeah, it started with the debt, but then it was like, okay, we need to have savings and we need to invest. And well, what are we investing for? What's the purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the purpose is kind of, okay, what are our goals, you know, so that we kind of lay out those goals. We love to travel internationally. Um, I love freedom. And at the time I was working a job where I only got two weeks off a year. My wife uh, was a school teacher. She had more time off, but not, you know, not as much resources financially. And so it, it was one of those things where we realized, okay, uh, financial independence was something that really um, kind of stuck out to us as, hey, it'd be cool to, you know, leave and go on an international trip whenever we want or, you know, be able to, you know, take our kids out of school and just go travel on a family vacation. Like we didn't have that flexibility. So it was kind of the the first steps towards financial independence. Even though Kim and Deacon have paid off their debts and we're now shifting towards becoming financially stable and then eventually moving towards financial independence, there was this thread that followed them during this journey, a key question that they had to make sure they answered. I I think that a lot of people, they want to get out of debt or they want to achieve financial independence, but unless they solidify their why, uh, there's, it's very unlikely they'll get there because the why is what motivates us in the tough times, right? Like the reality is, is life can be hard and it can throw curveballs your way. And unless you have that why, like, Hey, I want to put my kids through college or, um, I want to be able to travel or I want to be able to serve worthy causes or whatever it might be. Um, unless we have that, we're not likely to motivated to stick to our goals when tough times hit. So, um, so for us, it was really figuring out what is that why working on it as a team together, um, and then letting that motivate us to stick through the hard times and, and even maybe be more intentional about kind of our decisions so that we can achieve our goals. Um, so that's why the why was so important. We started a family, we have two kids, we have a, a daughter, it's about 10 months and my son's uh, almost three. And so, you know, starting a family and knowing like, hey, w- we want to be able to s- set them up in a way that we didn't have, you know, growing up. And so um, making sure that we could help provide for their college so that they don't have the, you know, $70,000 in student loan debt or whatever it's going to be at that age when they, you know, when they get to that age um, or, you know, being able to travel like I I didn't do any international travel when I was a kid, you know, and I've, I've done a lot when I'm an adult. Um, but to be able to let my kids experience that and, and see other cultures and other you know parts of the world and uh, maybe feel, you know, like kind of how blessed we are in America, you know, compared to how some other people have it and, and maybe not take for granted a lot of the stuff that we have over here and maybe even find ways to, to help others in need out there. So like really those are types of things that are a little bit deeper than money, but it's mm-hmm. more like, hey, how, how can we develop this culture in our family uh, that's beyond ourselves and and use kind of our financial resources to make that a reality. And to help other couples to get out of debt and start working towards financial independence, he wrote the book, You Can Retire Early. Yeah, I wanted it to really be something where people can create a personalized plan, right? Like what my wife and I do might not work for somebody else, right? Or what Pete from Mr. Money Mustache does and his wife, what they do might not work for other people. So really just kind of lay out like here are a few different paths, talk about real estate, Mm -hmm. uh, stock market and business. And, you know, you can kind of envision yourself in those paths and say, hey, could we buy a property with 20% down, fix it up, you know, rent it out, 
manage it, you know, and then buy a second property and do that, you know, three more times and then have enough income to live off the rest of our lives. Does that sound appealing? And if not, then what about the stock market where it's kind of more set it, forget it, um, diversify, have 25 times your annual expenses, that kind of thing, um, where it's much more formulaic, the math that you're talking about, or the business where that's what I love, where I don't really want to retire, retire. I just want to work when I want to work, right? I want to do what I want to do and, and work on the projects that are important to me. And so the, the reality is, is maybe I work four hours a week, but if I make enough in a month to be able to, you know, to do that and provide for my family, um, that, that was really appealing to me. So people can read the, those different paths and kind of pick like, hey, which one does, really resonates with me um, and then kind of develop their own personalized journey towards that. Special thanks to Deacon for being a part of today's episode. If you want to learn more about their journey, please pick up his book, You Can Retire Early, and head over to Wellkept Wallet. As always, I'll have all the info and details in the show notes on Couple Money, and I've included links and resources to help you two get started on becoming debt-free and then moving towards financial independence. If you want to stay on top of the podcast, videos we release, articles, make sure you're subscribed to Couple Money. I send out weekly updates with everything we release, as well as some behind the scene and exclusive stuff. Plus, it's free. Just go to couplemoney.com slash join. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate the reviews you guys are leaving and that you're sharing it with your friends. I think this is a great way and a fun way to get the conversation started, not just about money, but what they want to do with their lives together and then have their finances follow that. I hope you have a great week. Take care.